Welcome back for day two of our look through 1 Peter chapter 2. As we start in verse 4 today, we're going to see Peter turns to look at a new way that we're called to be different. We have a different hope or we have a different character. Now he talks about the fact that we are a different people. You're a different person because of Jesus Christ. Now, let me read for you verses 4 down through verse 8 as he begins to set this up for us. He says in these verses, As you come to him, Jesus, the living stone rejected by men but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay in Zion a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now, to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone and a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. So here, Peter begins to talk about who we are. He talks about living stones and cornerstones. Remember, you might remember that Peter's name means rock. Jesus said, I'm going to name you Peter. I'm going to name you the rock. And on this rock, he says, on the rock of your faith, I'm going to build my church. Who better to talk to us about rocks than somebody named rock? Peter says, you need to understand the security of life that's found in who you are and who Jesus is. Life can be secure when it's built on a solid foundation, and your relationships can be solid when they're built on a secure foundation. So he talks about living stones that are built into a spiritual house. This is a clear, clear picture of the importance of individual responsibility combined with the complete interdependence that we have, interdependence we have in the church. There's two things to remember about dwellings that are built of stone or or a brick. First, if you've ever looked at a rock or a brick wall, you know that every stone is important. You take just one out, and the hole that it leaves is glaring. The first thing that you see when you look at that wall will be the missing stone. Each one of us has more importance than we realize. You may think that what you do goes unnoticed by God and by others, but God sees how it fits perfectly into the temple that he's building. So never minimize what God is doing, how God is using your life. Every one of us is important. But second, when you look at that rock wall, you know that no single brick, no matter how wonderful the brick might be, can make the building. You can take the greatest, the most beautiful, the most perfect brick that's ever been made, and by itself, it's just a brick. It's not a wall, it's not a building, it's just a brick. It takes a lot of bricks to make a building, and it takes a lot of us together to make the church, this temple that God is building. This is not a matter of it being a good idea that we work together. Wouldn't it be better if we all work together? The truth of the matter is we have to work together. Without working together, we cannot get done what God wants done. We cannot be what God wants us to be. We have to work together in the church. So Peter writes and he says, you are the living stones. But then he continues to write and he says, don't forget the cornerstone. And there's a cornerstone in God's building plan for the church. In our day, a cornerstone is placed many times at the very last, as a decoration to show when the building was built. But in that day, the cornerstone was at the center of the building. All the measurements of the building were taken from that cornerstone, and all the weight of the building rested on the cornerstone. And the entire building was tied together by the cornerstone. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone in God's building, God's church, God's temple. And so the same thing that was true of a cornerstone then is obviously true of Jesus now. Every measurement we take 
is to be taken from the cornerstone. We don't measure ourselves by ourselves. We measure ourselves by looking at Jesus Christ. We evaluate the church not based on ourselves or our comparison with ourselves or others. We evaluate based on the direction and the power of Jesus. And just as a cornerstone, all the weight of the building rested on that cornerstone, all the weight of what we do, of what you do in your life as you follow Jesus, it rests on him. It rests on him. And all that we do ties together in him as the cornerstone of the building. When you forget that Jesus is the cornerstone, you can very quickly begin to feel pressured about all that you have to do for God. Maybe you've been feeling that way lately. Oh, there's so much to do and so much to do for God. And the pressure, the weight of it is coming on you. When you remember that there is a cornerstone and it's not you, it's Jesus, there is a a sense of great relief. There's a sense of great power and joy that can come into your life because it all rests on him. And ultimately, your main job is to do what he's given you to do. Your main job is to rest in him upon whom it all rests. Now, I want you to notice, as Peter writes, he says, some are going to reject this cornerstone and some are going to accept this cornerstone. He says, those who reject the cornerstone, they will stumble over the cornerstone. They'll stumble over Jesus. And those who accept the cornerstone, they'll never be put to shame. They will stand on this cornerstone. Jesus is either the stone you stumble over or the stone that you stand on. Now, what's he talking about here? Well, you stumble when you want to trust in yourself and not in him. And when you say, instead of trusting in Christ, I'm going to trust in some way that I've designed to get to God or some way that I've designed in my mind to have a happy life. You stumble when you want to trust in yourself and not in him. And that trust in yourself, it can take a lot of different paths. Some people have a a personal trust. They have a pride in what they do. That's what they want to trust in. Other people have a business or a civic trust. They have a pride in what they've built and what others see them doing in the community. Other people have even a religious false trust in God. They have pride in the good things they do for God. They're not trusting in God. They're trusting in what they do for God. They're trusting in themselves, even though it has a religious veneer over it. So you stumble over Jesus because you want to trust in yourself. But when you stand on the rock, when you stand on faith in Christ, when you stand on the cornerstone, you discover an entirely new way of living. And did you notice what Peter said about it? The one who trusts in the cornerstone will never be put to shame. If you ever have these feelings in your life, is what I'm doing enough? Is what I'm doing good enough? Well, if it's trust in yourself, it will never be good enough. And you'll often live in guilt, and truthfully, you will end in shame. But when you trust in him, Peter reminds us here, all of that changes. You get a life of freedom from guilt. You get a life where the threat of shame has been erased by his forgiveness, by his grace. That's the joy of what it means to trust in him. So if you have been feeling a great measure of shame in your life lately, the truth of the matter is that's not where God wants you to live. If you've been overwhelmed by guilt, that is not where God wants you to live. He has a different kind of life for you to live. Never be put to shame. A relationship with God where I realize he has not come to condemn me, he will never condemn me because of what Christ has done for me. Let's take a moment to pray. As we pray right now, just say to God, God, I want that kind of life. I want a life that's free from guilt and condemnation and shame. So I don't want to stumble over Jesus. I want to trust in Christ. I don't want to devise some way of me making myself good before you. I want to just realize that that's a gift you want to give to me. 
And so right now, I recognize that in Jesus, I have a cornerstone I can stand on. And because of that, I can be a living stone in the building that you're building. And so God, let my life, let my life make a difference. Whether I notice it or others notice it as much as I'd like them to, let me do the things that you want me to do. Live the life that you want me to live. Not based on guilt or shame or fear, but based on love and the grace you poured out on me. That's the way I want to live today. And I ask that you would give me that strength in Jesus. In his name I pray. Amen. Join us tomorrow. We're going to look together at God's view of you in Jesus Christ. 